Welcome to a new episode of Saturday Soundbites, the vibrant and powerhouse podcast where we discuss all things visibility strategy, public relations, marketing, advertising, branding, and earned media engagement. My name is Veronica V. Sofer, and I'm your host. You know, your personal brand is the basis of your visibility strategy, and I'm committed to bringing you innovative, passionate, and successful experts who are going to teach you how to develop and enhance your visibility strategy. So whether you're an established business owner, online entrepreneur, or working professional, Saturday Soundbites is going to be your go-to podcast to hear from experts and learn executable tasks that you can start today. Be sure to check out my website, veronicavsofer.com, to learn more about what you need to have a strong and impactful visibility strategy and to see some of the powerful courses I have created for those of you who are really ready to do it DIY style. So let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to Saturday Soundbites. I'm your host, Veronica Sofer. Thrilled to be here with you again because we talk about all the things I love, including branding, marketing, advertising, public relations, everything you need to have a strong visibility strategy because we have to be on brand all the time. So my guest today is going to talk to us about it in a way that you wouldn't expect we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about being on brand with your fashion and your wardrobe and all the things you need to know to really make yourself visible, make yourself aligned to your brand and really connect with your target audience. So I'm really excited about our conversation today, but let's take care of some housekeeping first. If you are listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any of episodes of Saturday Soundbites. And if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, drop us some comments so my guests and I can circle back with you. And of course, put hashtag replay if you're catching this after the show has aired so that we can be sure to connect with you. So we'll go ahead and get started with my amazing guest today. Very excited about today's conversation. I have Sapna Patal joining us. Hello and welcome. Hi, Veronica. Thank you for having me. I was so excited about this conversation because I think we talk about visibility strategy a lot on the show, but we don't talk about some of the obvious things that make it so powerful, like what we're wearing. So let's talk about that today, shall we? Yes, absolutely. It's it's something I'm very passionate about. Oh, very glad. So Sapna, tell us a little bit about, first of all, what that means. What, what does it mean to be a stylist? And how did you get started as a stylist? I don't even know what the pathway is for that as a career. Sure. So um, my name is Swapna and we have my family and I've just recently moved to Minneapolis after spending the better part of our lives living right outside New York City. So which is, of course, you know, the the fashion mecca, if you will. Yes. And um, I got my start in fashion because I actually went to school for fashion design and fashion merchandising and worked for nearly a decade as a designer in New York City. And then I had kids. And as many women have to, I had to pivot. Right. And I remember distinctly one day I was having dinner with some of my girlfriends. And I was giving her this long list of excuses why I couldn't go to this reunion event. And she said to me, well, it sounds like you don't feel really good about yourself, you know. And uh, my kids were at that time like four and one. Ah. And that was such an aha moment for me. And I decided to be more intentional about the way I dress, even as a stay-at-home mom. And what I realized in doing that is that my energy shifted. Mm. And I started meeting more people, making more friends. I started my own accessories business. And then gradually, one thing led to another. And a brand photographer asked me, will you help me style my clients? Will you 
you know, help them develop this great brand presence because you clearly do it so well. So I started doing that about five years ago and the rest is history. So here we are now and I'm really passionate about helping women entrepreneurs harness the power of their wardrobe to elevate their visibility and feel confident because mm -hmm. the truth is that people are not just buying what we do, you know, they're buying it, buying our energy, yeah. right? They work mm -hmm. with us. And honestly, I don't know anybody that feels really energetic in their sweatpants and loungy clothes and right. things. Like that, right? <laughs> so, so let's talk about your clothes and how to level up so you can show up for yourself, for your clients, for your business. Yes. Oh, I love that because you're absolutely right. Um, you can be wearing yoga pants and a sweatshirt and be ready to clean house or take a nap. But yeah. are you really going to be on that call with that seven figure client and make absolutely. a difference? It just the energy isn't there. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I read this incredible study that came out in the Harvard Business Review maybe a couple of years ago. And it says that people who actually look better, and I don't think they actually mean our physical beauty, but implying that people who put themselves together make about 12% more money than people who don't. Oh. And I'm sure, Veronica, you agree with me. I'm here to make 12% more. That's right. 12%. That means changing my um, sweatpants for a pair of jeans. I'm willing to do it, you know? So true. So true. So uh, how, do, how do you start? How does one start making sure that their wardrobe is on brand? Um, I, I'm curious as to what a professional, I always see on television, you know, uh, personalities and influencers, they have stylists. And I always wondered, what is the first step in working with the stylist to get on brand with, with your wardrobe? So I have created a unique framework that I work with my clients and my students in my online course. But what I basically believe is that your unique personal style lives at the intersection of your values, your brand values, your body shape, and your best colors. Ooh, that's once, powerful. Yeah. So once you figure that out, I think it makes it much easier to figure out how you're going to dress and how you're going to show up. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I had a woman once tell me at um, a networking event that I was doing a presentation at, she said, no matter how much Spanx I wear, the dress just doesn't look right, right? And I said to her, I said, honey, the dress has to fit you. You don't have to fit the dress. Yes. Stop with the three layers of Spanx already, you know? <laughs> and, and I think the problem is that we're often in on social media and on, in, on all our, you know, TV channels and whatnot, looking at women who don't really have our age or our body shape. So if I'm a 43-year-old Indian woman. And if I'm going to follow a 25-year-old um, blonde size 2 influencer, I'm never going to feel good about my body. Right. So it's really key to identify what those influences are in your life that are making you feel a certain way. And then really get to know yourself better. I mean, there's so much free information. There's so much paid information, you know, and um, 
just the way if you had a health problem, you would go to a doctor. If you really want to level up your wardrobe, you find a stylist. Yes. Oh, I love it. And so I, you, you mentioned colors yes. that, um, the, that you find that intersection right. and you mentioned colors. What do colors have to really do with your energy and how you come across, uh, especially in the online space? Absolutely. So um, color, you know, obviously we are all familiar in the marketing world with um, colors. And I think one of the biggest mistakes people make is right when they start a business, they go on and hire some like branding expert and I have nothing against that. But right. now you've spent so you've invested so much of your time and energy in figuring out the person, the best colors for your business and your brand but not for yourself. And color psychology is, of course, an extensive topic that we could talk about for hours. But color, really, if you look at nature, and I always say, look at what's around you, you know, um, flowers have color because mm -hmm. they attract certain bees or certain pollinators, right? Um, so there's strategy in nature for that. Yes. If you look at the rainbow, the rainbow has seven colors. Um, if you look at the chakra system in our body, each chakra is a different color, right? So color is energy. Color does change people's perception about certain things. And in different um, cultures, color has different meanings. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to harness the power of color in our wardrobes and what I find a lot of women doing is they're wearing all black because someone told them that it's very flattering. Mm -hmm. But actually, if you're dressing for camera, black is not the best color for every skin tone. Mm -hmm. Certain, um, you know, color of hair and skin can pull off the black, but black usually on camera is going to cast shadows on your face, make you look more tired and whatnot. And I don't think we want that. So, right. Um, don't make yourself small, find the colors that light you up. And the easiest thing I'll tell you in finding a color that works for you is when you wear it, how do you feel? Is yeah. it making you stand taller? Is it making you say, wow, look at me, you know? And also, are you wearing the color or is the color wearing you? So are people responding and saying, you look great? Or are they saying, oh, that's a great color? What's walking in first, your clothes or you? Ooh. That's a good question. <laughs> I, I, so when you, as you were saying that, I was like, wow, that's so true. I've, I've gone to networking events or uh, galas and I've seen the outfit before I've seen the person sometimes right. and you get distracted and then you never actually connect with the person because you're so distracted by what they're wearing. Yeah, they're wearing. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's so true. So how does someone figure out? what that intersection is between their values and their colors and in their body shape. How does someone actually go through that process? Um, so, you know, obviously you can work with a pro, but if you're not quite ready for that, mm -hmm. um, I recommend like just writing your values down and, you know, how do I want to feel in my clothes? And please don't start with comfortable. Because <laughs> clothes can be comfortable if you're wearing the right size and you're wearing the right, um, you know, thing for your body, then you are going to be comfortable. Comfortable is not just sweatpants and pajamas. Jeans can be comfortable, mm -hmm. right? So find what works for your body. It does take time. Rome was not built in a day and your wardrobe is not going to be built like they show you in TV shows where 
they give you a $5,000 credit card and you go (laughs) wild at the mall. That is not how it works. So, you know, find something in your wardrobe that you wear all the time and then pair it with something that's new for you. So if you have a pair of, uh, you know, jeans that fit you really well, make you feel really good, then find a sweater in a new color that you haven't worn before that lights you up and pair that together. And the other thing to explore is, you know, people say, where do I shop? And I say shop where the brand aligns with your values, right? Mm. Um, put it, put on the shirt and say, one of my values is, for example, trust, right? So does this make me look like a trustworthy person, right? So ask yourself that. And you can do that when you're shopping. You can do that when you're editing your wardrobe. And that's really the litmus test I use. Yeah. You don't have to thank your clothes or any of that stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's such great advice. And what happens, you know, you mentioned age. And I think some of us have struggled when we found that perfect look. Um, And specifically, I'm thinking about makeup. Um, I have two teenage daughters and they've given me feedback at times that my makeup was, um, wasn't age appropriate anymore. And I said, you know, give me like, what, what's wrong? And they're like, watch these YouTube videos. And they literally started pulling up YouTube videos for women over 50. Of course, I'm not 50 yet. (laughs) So I didn't take offense, but I, I was so, um, interested, I guess, that they made a very clear distinction that I was out of alignment with my age group Mm -hmm. and probably my target audience. And so I was appreciative of that. But how do you even know that you're out of alignment um, unless someone tells you? That's a great question. And I think, um, you know, I deal with this too, because I have a 13 year old and I said to her, oh my God, all these sweaters are so cute. But how would I wear them? And she said, mom, it's because you're wearing the wrong kind of jeans. You know, because now these younger girls are wearing these really high waist jeans and our generation is not quite there because, I mean, when we were their age, it was all about the low rise. And of course, right. there's the low rise behind. But but I think, you know, um, just having the awareness of what's going on in the world around us. And it does not mean that you and I in our 40s or even women in their 50s need to jump on the trend that Gen Z is doing. But... Um, our wardrobes also convey whether we are in touch or out of touch with the world. Right. You want to be aware of where the world is going, what the current trends are. And especially if you're in marketing and visibility and all of this, having an awareness of the world around you is important. And I think a little bit of having that reflect in your style is key. So let's say, for example, jeans, right? Like so many women are like, I refuse to give up my skinny jeans. But sisters, we've been wearing them for the last 20 years. (laughs) And and the skinny jeans are what the mom jeans were to our generation. That's right. Right. So um, and now actually, if you, you know, just do a little bit of people watching, you will see that when you see the the boot cuts and the flares and the wide leg jeans, for example, that the skinny jeans start to look really old. And sometimes yeah. just by holding on to, I will not give up my skinny jeans, we are dating ourselves <laughs> and making us uh, ourselves appear older than we actually are. 
Yeah, no, that's so advice. And I'm giggling because I, I'm relating to everything you're saying. It, it's it's on point. Um, and I think it's interesting because as we're coming out of the pandemic, a lot of us are going back to in-person events. Right. We're networking, we're going to galas, we're going right. to uh, business meetings in person. And so we're showing up and some of us are really starting to take notice that the world changed here for a little mm -hmm. bit. And some of us are still caught back in, you know, the good 2010, 2005. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, it's kind of reflects on how aware you are, you know, mm -hmm. doesn't mean that like, for example, I like bold lipstick, mm -hmm. no matter how many natural nude lips come into fashion, that's not something I'm willing to give up because this is what works for my skin tone, but I will mm -hmm. find other ways to reflect that I know what is going on around. Yeah. Me. And, you know, as we go back to work and in, in person events, you're right, things are changing. I mean, for years, athleisure, you know, was such a big um, market segment, like product segment in the market. And now, even athleisure brands are creating dresses and workwear and bringing those comfy cozies into workwear because mm -hmm. people are going back to work. Mm hmm. Right. No, that that's so true. And I'll tell you, interestingly, I thought um, when they started coming out with those soft cotton work pants mm -hmm. that had some elasticity, and I know Spanx created a line just for that. I was like, well, that's brilliant because now you don't have to wear your yoga pants. Right. You can, but they feel like so that gives you the comfort, but a little bit of style as we're okay. coming out of the pandemic. And now we're out of our home offices back into a, a real office. Right. And, you know, sometimes I think you don't even have to go to an in-person event to experience the energy shift. But I actually believe that if even if we're working from home in our home office and even if we don't have any video calls that day, I think showering, putting on a bra, getting a little dressed up. Yes. You know, just for ourselves will boost our productivity. And anybody can try this experiment at home, roll out of bed, brush your teeth, get your coffee, sit on the couch with your laptop, see how much work you get done versus shower, get, get dressed and sit at your desk and see how much more work you get mm -hmm. done. So it's not just people facing, it's also our accountability to ourselves. Yes. I really yes, think that's the wardrobe so is powerful. Yes, that's so true. I was having a makeup consultation done a few years ago before the pandemic. And she said, even if you just put mascara and lip gloss on just right. those two things, right. your day will be completely different than as if you didn't wear any makeup. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I tried it and she was right. And it took 20 seconds, put a little mascara, no eyeliner, no base, right. no nothing, just a little mascara right. and a little bit of lip gloss. And I, and I thought, wow, I do feel like I'm dressed up to go to the grocery store and I wasn't but I felt good I agree with you I think it's very transformative and um, it really impacts the day there's this I forget the name it's like a French name or a European name but it's something effect and it says that when you improve something in one area of your life then automatically it has this ripple effect on everything mm -hmm. else and it's best explained in um, renovating your something in your house mm -hmm. so if you buy a new vase for your house you'll be like oh but that table looks really dingy and old I'm gonna swap it out next thing you know you've replaced your rug your couches your lighting fixture yes right? but when you see the positive impact just even lipstick and mascara is making you're like oh I look really good I'm gonna switch yeah. out my sweater you know yeah 
No, I think that's fantastic advice. And when you're working with clients, um, how do you how do you bring them to that um, to that place of comfort where they're willing to invest in a new wardrobe? Or do you have to invest in a, a new wardrobe? What does that look like when you're working with someone? So you know, Veronica, my business is called Style Remix. And um, when I started it, my kids were fairly young and we were a single income family. And I felt that we all own enough stuff, but we don't know how to wear it. So I ah. teach you how to remix it. This was the foundation of my business. That is one of my core values. So we actually wear 20% of our wardrobe 80% of the time, right? Mm. So what are we doing with that other 80%? So I think actually learning to be strategic about what we're bringing in is key. Um, you don't really always have to shop, right? Except maybe adding some key pieces to level up. But I think that if you learn to mix things properly, and I have a formula for it, that you can maximize what you own. And then when you feel comfortable doing that and seeing the new you in the mirror, then you feel empowered to say, well, okay, now I'm ready to, you know, see what's next. Mm -hmm. Because being in a fitting room um, in those fluorescent lights can be very vulnerable for many, mm -hmm. many women. Mm -hmm. No, that's, that's very true. I love that idea of you can still up level without having to make a huge financial investment right. in, in your Absolutely wardrobe. Not about the labels that you're wearing. And I think you know, I think when people say, oh, you're in the fashion industry, I almost hesitate to say yes, because I'm not. I'm in the business of making people confident and fashion. Mm -hmm. like clothes happen to be my tool and fashion and style are two very different things. You can buy fashion style. You have to create. Yes. Oh, that's so true. On the mark. All right. Um, Swapna, I appreciate all the great advice. Tell us how people can work with you. Would you have any offerings or programs right now that you're working on that people might want to connect with you on so that they can start learning how to level up their brand with their with their fashion? Absolutely. So thank you for asking this. I'm actually I have a digital course called the CEO Style Society. And the doors to that are opening just in a couple of weeks. Um, so you can go to my website, sign up for my newsletter. I also have an incredible um, guide to planning your own photo shoot and looking good on Zoom and things like that. So you can get those free goodies. But I'm also going to start hosting as of November 15th, a masterclass called Three Styles, Three Style Secrets to Level Up Your On-Camera Wardrobe. Nice. So I invite anyone interested in the next level of themselves to uh, come to that and stay in touch with me through my website. I also love to hang out on Instagram and my handle is style.remix with two X's. I love it. Oh, this has been so great. Thank you. I got so many tips and you really inspired me to go take a look inside my closet and see what I can start remixing and make work. Absolutely. I can't wait to see what you come up with. Tag me if you, uh, if you feel like it. Oh, I absolutely will. Sapna, thank you so much for being on Saturday Soundbites. Thank you. The pleasure is all mine. All right. Another amazing guest here on Saturday Soundbites. Make sure you check her out. Her information and contact is fantastic. 
And guys, we all need to be looking our best as we are aligning our brand and our message to our target audiences. So another great resource for you to tap into. If you're listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes of Saturday Sound Bites. And if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, drop us some comments and my guests and I will be sure to connect with you. So this is Veronica Sofer signing off. You can always reach me on my website, veronicavsofer.com. And I will send you lots of positive energy and light for the rest of the week. Have a good one.